Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Rose Garden Podcast. Your boy King is back in full effect. I took a long needed break. Um, I just want to say thank you to all those who have been supporting me from early spring throughout the summer when I was recording um, my first and second season. Um, a lot of things have happened. Uh, I did take a, a well-deserved break um, and a much-needed break, not because um, I want to stop doing the podcast, but there's just a few things I needed to figure out um, before wanting to continue and actually making this a second career of mine. Because originally I was just doing it for fun. I didn't do it for any profit, even though I was trying to get a profit out of it. Um, I didn't hear back from Spotify um, via email or uh, or phone call or anything like that um, to see how to start um, making a subscription or any type of uh, profit or currency from it. So I realized um, it's going to take more time than I thought it would. So here I am. And um, also, I did delete um, a message to men episode for the simple fact that um, those people who did the episode with me, I am no longer friends with them, have been for a while. Um, and I didn't really like the episode. I didn't like some of the things that were said. Um, some things that were talked about were kind of like all over the place. A lot of it didn't really make any sense. And I didn't really want to post it to begin with, but I also didn't want to get behind in my episodes. So now I'm going to redo it today by myself. Um, and I feel like a lot of you like it better that way when I do talk amongst myself. And um, I'm going to keep it that way for a while. Um, but uh, I want to end season two strongly at the last two episodes. I'm going to do a message to men. And uh, hopefully the next one, I will do a message to women, um, which should be good. Um, you all know I get deep in my conversations, especially season two has been really deep. Um, I've got a lot of good feedback from you guys. And you guys told me that um, I've helped you out a lot in your lives, in your, your personal lives and with your mental state. And in some of you have gotten, you know, uh, pretty good uh, physical habits and Told, a lot of you told me that you've been back in the gym, so I'm happy, you know what I mean? It makes me happy that I know that I'm doing something right and helping the community. So, without further ado, welcome back. I am back. I feel good. I feel great. It's cold outside. Stay warm. I'm trying to stay warm. My tropical ass is freezing. Anything below 60, it's cold to me, regardless of no matter where I've lived or how long I've lived there, it's cold, okay? I'm not built for this weather. Anyway, let's get right into it. Today's topic is a message to men. And this will kind of be um, a little bit all over the place. I'm going to jump from top to topic and touch base on each topic as much as possible. Uh, so the first one I want to start off with is uh, having a healthy mental state. And when I say that, I mean having a healthy mental state consists of just doing things that aren't going to clutter your brain and affect your day and affect your mood, right? Um, a lot of that has to do with uh, being organized. Um, the more organized you are, the more healthy your mindset will be. Let's say like you have like a routine you do every morning or certain food that you eat. Um, just uh, 
having a basis of a consistent schedule, you know, is having a good, healthy mental state. Um, drugs and alcohol, those go hand in hand with having a, um, having an altered mental state. Um, that would affect it a lot. Um, I always try to tell people, you know, who have problems or addictions with drinking, smoking, and drugs and whatnot. Um, it's easy for me to say to stop doing it because I never got into those things. But, you know, I, I don't judge those who do. I've talked about this a lot. Um, but people always ask me, you know, how do you do it? And um, what makes you just not want to try it out? Or what makes you just not be tempted to do it? Um, everyone is different. Everyone is different. Every, some people are more easily easily influenced than others. Um, some people are not. Some people want to be a part of the crowd. Some people don't. I am one of the few that don't. Um, never have been. Even when I was younger, and teenager, you know, thirteen to eighteen, nineteen. You know what I mean? I um, I'm not a big party person. I was never a big party person. I'm still not. You know, uh, if I'm invited, I'll go. But I'm not looking for the next party or looking, you know, what club we go to every, you know, every weekend or, you know, stuff like that. I'm not, um, I'm not the most, uh, <laughs> I'm not the most active when it comes to, um, socializing either. Um, but that also comes with, um, the people you hang around. If you hang out with people who are just drinking and smoking all the time, that's what you're going to get into, you know, that's what you're going to be around. You're going to be easily influenced by it. And eventually it'll, start to pique your curiosity, you know, if you haven't done those at an early age or even at a late age, you've never got into it, you know, the mind toward, the mind kind of draws towards that uh, kind of crowd and uh, those kind of influences and people will peer pressure you and um, try to get you to, you know, just to quote unquote have a good time, which is okay, you know what I mean? But sometimes that good time can lead to a bad time. You can get hurt or take someone's life and I've talked about, you know, my sister, well, I will, one of my sisters being uh, taken out, her life was taken by a drunk driver, you know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure those people knew what they were doing, and um, it cost a loved one's life, you know? So it, it can end badly. But um, what makes me not do it is, I guess I just never had the, the will to do it. Um, I was blessed with a steel mind. I have never wanted to fit in with everyone else. I never wanted to do it. other things that the kids were doing or teenagers or adults were doing, and I still don't. Um, it's just one of those things where it was never appealing to me. It never um, caught my attention. I never, I was never curious. I was never um, motivated or pre-pressured to do anything that I didn't want to do, and I'm still not. And um, I thank God for that because I became a leader in the process, and a lot of people look up to that and even then, you know, till this day, I have um, adults who are older than me and young adults and kids and teens who uh, look up to that. And every time I tell people, you know, I never got into drinking or smoking and they're like, oh, you, you've never tried it or you've never thought about it. I'm like, no, like, you know, with, with the straightest face, like I, I can say it with confidence. Like I've never I just I, I don't know what it is. I just never felt the need to do it. Um, I can't really explain it. But um, that's the best way I can. I've never just, I was never curious. I never wanted to do it. Um, 
and I think part of it was having a fear of being an artisan of mine and not having control over my body or my mind and not knowing what I'm doing or waking up one day and not knowing where I am and not knowing what I did. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm scared of that. Like, truly, I'm, I'm scared of that. Um, I never want to be in a position to put myself in harm or others. I'm a, I'm a very respectful person. Um, I respect people's boundaries and I would want someone to do the same for me. You know, I don't want to peer pressure um, anyone to doing something that they don't want to do and I don't want people doing it to me. And that makes my mental health state just sit at an even level, you know, knowing that um, I'm the one that someone can call to take them home or pick them up after they've been drinking or if I'm out with people and they're drinking, I'm always the first one to grab the keys, you know, because I, I would never want anything bad to happen to my loved ones, my friends, my family, you know. I just, I don't want to go through that again, you know. I don't want to have to get that phone call and hear somebody, you know, choked up and crying and saying, this person's gone and this is how it happened or police police got my up, up at my door and saying, you know, your family is gone, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to go through that again. I just, it's not a good feeling. I don't wish it on anyone. I don't wish death on anyone. I don't wish death on anyone. I want everyone to be as safe and comfortable and um, trustworthy as possible. And I want people to feel like they can trust me when I'm out doing those things. And um, I, wish for, I wish the best for everybody. And if you are one of those people who are struggling with addiction, um, whether it's alcohol, weed, drugs, cigarettes, you know, no matter what the case may be, um, I hope that you seek help. Um, you guys can always reach out to me for help. Um, I did um, I, I did a course when I was in trade school and college and ended up getting a counseling degree out of it. So um, I'm very good at listening. I'm very good at understanding. I'm very good at teaching people new things and um, finding new outlets um, for you guys to uh, just get away from all that. And a couple of mine are um, creativity. I'm a very creative person. Drawing, poetry, music, podcasts, anything that's to do with art or um, motivational topics, motivational speaking, um, mental health you know, videos and uh, music that puts your mind at ease and just stuff like that. And, or just even stuff like that's more outgoing, like um, going to the gym and getting out, hanging out with friends and, you know, like going to play pool or like go-karts or going to the bowling alley or, you know, just, or arcades. It's just fun stuff like that. Or just going out for lunch and eating your favorite foods and, you know, stuff like that would really um, just take your mind off of everything. Or even just having a conversation with someone that you can trust or you love and just talking about everything that you've been struggling with or just seeking, like, direct help, like going to rehab or... You know, maybe if you feel like you're going off the deep end and you can't handle it, you should check into a mental hospital or, you know, just for maybe not like completely, but for like maybe like 30 days or 14 days or, you know, just and just until you feel like you're safe enough to be out in society, have complete control over yourself. And um, for those of you who do believe in God, you know, pray. That's, that's always uh, a number one thing. 
um, in life. And a lot of people don't realize prayer changes a lot of things. And if you aren't religious, this isn't for you. Um, I'm not going to preach about it and sit here and talk about what the Bible says and this and the other. But um, as a person who does who does believe in God, uh, I do pray. I don't pray every day. or and I don't read the Bible as much as I should or want to. But... Um, you know, when I'm struggling with things, I do ask for help. And whether it's God or someone in my family or friends, you know, I'll reach out, which is something that I've had a huge problem doing in the past. And um, now that I am older and more mentally stable and um, more just aware of myself and the things that I'm struggling with, I do ask for help. And even though it kills me sometimes because I'm a very independent person, um, so the help is good. Um, sometimes it's needed. We can't do everything on our own as much as we want to. Um, some of us are more independent. Some of us are more um, codependent. And um, I don't know. Like it just it depends on your lifestyle. My life is more independent because I've been on my own at such a young age. Um, I left when I was nineteen. I left the house when I was nineteen. The year after high school, you know, I knew what I wanted to do. Um, didn't really know where I wanted to go at first, but um, I started that journey early. Some of us started it, um, started it at a younger age. Some of you started maybe when you were like 13, 14, got kicked out or ran away or whatever the case may be. It was in like an abusive home or was in a good place and, you know, had messed up family and broken homes. And, you know, some of us went through it early so we know what to do. And uh, some of us are, are ahead of the game. Others may have not. Some people are still living with their parents, um, mid-20s, early 20s, late 20s. Some of us even in, in our 30s still living with our parents. So I haven't figured it out yet. But um, with that being said, the only way to figure it out and to get it done is just to go out and do it. Uh, when I was 19, I was scared. I didn't know anything about the real world. I didn't really... Um, know too much about jobs. I've had jobs here and there. I started working when I was 17. I was still in high school when I had my first first couple of jobs. And even though I was making money, I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't saving it. I'm a teenager. I'm going to blow it. It was the first, time, the first chance I get it. First paycheck I got, I think it was like $700. Um, and I bought a brand new cell phone. And I was paying my own cell phone bill, you know, but so, but that was a plus. Like, I blew my money on a cell phone, but I was paying for it myself. So it was, you know, it was a lose-win situation. Bought my first phone, and I paid my bills. Boom, moved on from there. So I bought myself a couple clothes, you know, a couple games, stuff like that, just little stuff. But then when I turned 18, I started working um, bigger jobs. I realized... I'm gonna have to start saving up for an apartment and saving up for a car. And those big responsibilities um, kind of motivated me and made me more determined to start being on my own more. So I came 19 when I wanted to go to culinary school and kind of take a break from boxing. Um, I just literally did all my research and figured out what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go and how I wanted to do it. And I just, I got up, packed my bags and was tired with my mom and we kept butting heads and she wanted me to do this. And I wanted me, I, I wanted to pursue this and I had a dream when I go and I, I stuck with it. You know, sometimes family doesn't see what you see. 
a lot of people will stop you from doing what you want because they're afraid of what's going to happen to you. But it's that it's a leap of faith and it's that um, that just that jump you you have to take in order to get further in life. You're, as in, and the more you grow, the more you go through things, the more chances you take, the stronger your mental health will be because you will know what the next step is. You will know where to go and what to do and how to handle it and just where to go from from all things. Um, and even when you feel stuck, you know, you'll have just like a firm ground of, okay, this happened, so now I have to do this or or this person said no. How do I work work my my way around it? You know, it's just I don't know. Like the best way I can explain it is, um, don't let one thing stop you, and don't let it break down uh, your confidence, and don't let one little small thing just ruin your plan. You know, find a way to work around it. That's a big part of mental health is not being stopped and learning that. Being told no is okay. There's always another way. You know, it's never just no and that's it. Don't don't just give up from there. There's always, 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 always another way. It might take some time. It might take a lot of effort and more effort than you think it is, but there's always another way around things. Um, and uh, mental health also falls up with uh, being physically healthy, which is my next topic, uh, physical health. Physical health it's also important. It's just mental health because without mental, there will be no physical. Without physical, there's no mental. You can't wake up in the morning, go to the gym and be like, oh, I'm going to get fit today, but not have the motivation to do it. Your mental health has to be in that state. Your mental health has to be on that track and be like, okay, today we're going to do this. We're going to eat this. We're going to go to the gym for this, for this amount of time, or we're going to eat... Uh, this amount of food and we're not going to eat this we're not going to touch that we're not going to drink this we're not going to go out we're going to focus or even if it's just work you can't go to work with a negative mindset and uh be tired and drained or hungover from from last night and expect to go to work and just oh like i have to go to work because because of this or don't like don't make it a chore you know what i mean don't make it like it's it's a drag or um, don't make it like, don't make it not fun, you know, go to work because you love your job, not just, not just for the money, go to work for a learning experience, go to work, you know, to, to get, to get something out of it and to get more worth work ethic. Um, but you can't do that unless you're physically and mentally ready for it. If your job is draining you, it's not for you. If your job is stressing you out more than you think it is, it's not for you. And, you know, it, it, it might not be for you or if your job is stressing you out and it's a little too much, it might be because your mental health is not all the way there. You see what I'm saying? If you're going to work tired all the time, if all you're doing is um, drinking, smoking, or um, listening to negative music, or putting yourself down, or listening to the people like who are in your position, and people who are like un um, under you, I guess you, you can say, those people will bring you down, it's going to bring your mental health down, and like I said, it follow, that all that follows, follows with physical health. Uh, certain foods you will eat, like fast food, um, that's the number one um, physical health killer, and that affects your mental health as well. Um, junk food, you know, 
candy soda, <laughs> fast food, um, frozen foods, you know what I mean? Just certain things that you would never think about that can just drain your body physically um, or drain you mentally. Um, cigarettes, nicotine, we all know it's, we all know it's not good. We all know it's not healthy. Um, some of, some of you um, struggle with it. I understand. I get it. I don't know what it's like to be addicted to drugs or alcohol, but I've seen it with my own eyes. I've had things happen to me through people who were heavily influenced and addicted. So I do know the effects of it. I just don't know them, um, physically and mentally in in my body in my person per se you know i've never done those things to be in that in an altered mindset but i have things done to me because people who were under the influence and addicted so i know how hard it can be to get out of those things but um no matter how deep you are into that addiction or no matter uh, how much you think you can't get out of it there's always a way you just have to seek help because your physical health is important as much as your mental Working out, um, especially a couple times a week, at least three to four times a week, um, us as men, and even for some of the women, you know, especially men, though, we have a lot of adrenaline. Um, first thing when you do the wake up in the morning, um, some of us may feel groggy, some of us may have a lot more energy. Um, a lot of that depends on what you ate the night before, how much water you drank, and how much sleep you got. Um, there's a lot of times I find myself sleeping until like one or two two in the afternoon because I'm up at five in the morning. I just can't sleep. My summer is terrible. But a lot of that is because um, I used to, I used to, and sometimes I don't eat the best. And I don't, I'm not the biggest like junk food person, um, but I do have a sweet tooth. So I'll eat like, you know, some cookies or cake every now and then. And sometimes it does get to me and it makes me lazy. Um, and I know that. And I try my best to stay away from it and discipline myself from a lot of those things. Everybody's different. Uh, we all like certain things. A lot of people are picky, you know. Some people are just want that go-to or that quick meal. But um, I'm a chef. We all know this. I I can create something. I create nothing out of something, you know. A lot of those who work with me or have worked with me or all those who um, have had my food will know that some of the simplest things, simple ingredients that you just have laying around your house can be some of the most tastiest and healthiest healthiest things you can have. Um, it just depends on your diet. Um, but working out, working out increases a lot of uh, dopamine in your body. If you don't know what dopamine is, it's, um, I don't know the exact um, definition for it, but it's this like toxin in your brain and your body that allows you to be more energetic and be more happy and put you in a good mood um, physically and mentally. It gets you it gets you going, gets you motivated. It gets you just up and out the house and ready to do stuff. It, it just, you know, it's like a, uh, I don't know, like a, a wheel, I guess. You know, it's just a, a constant thing. If you keep it up, the faster you'll go and the more, um, the more things you'll be able to get done and not be lazy and procrastinate. I have not been in the gym probably about five months until like maybe like a week or two ago, but probably about a week ago. Um, we just got back into the gym. Um, a friend and I were just talking about it and um, I was saying how 
when I am at the gym, how good I feel when I'm walking in there, and how satisfied I am when I'm walking out. Um, working out is not for everybody. If you are not a person who is motivated um, to get up and actually go do it, and that was my problem. I wasn't motivated, and I procrastinated a lot, and I wasted a lot of money and not going to the gym because I have a membership, and um, I was just so distracting and focused on other things I was trying to accomplish. I didn't make time to get my physical, um, my physical health up to par where I wanted to be. Um, I have this goal and vision of myself uh, having a better body than I do now. Not saying that anything is wrong with my body, but I just I want to be more comfortable with myself. I don't want to be insecure with my body. I want to be free of insecurities and um, wear certain things. You know what I mean? Just like just like anybody else would, whether you're a woman or a man. Like we all have insecurities. We all have things that we don't like about each other, and that's fine. I don't like my body. Others have been comments about my body a lot of the times, but I don't see what other people see because um, this has been my body my whole life. You know, I've only been one size my whole life. Um, for the most part, like when I was doing boxing, like, yeah, like I was a lot more cut and there was times where I gained a lot of weight and there was times where I, I dropped all that weight. But that comes with the whole physical part of being in training and conditioning and, you know, being in the ring and um, training camp and dieting and just being consistent. I, you know, I, this time around, I wasn't consistent, um, but I want to be. And... um Another thing that I've learned about physical health is if you don't love it, you're not going to do it. And you can't really force yourself to love something you don't do consistently. So in my mind, I have to mentally prepare myself to be more physically aware of my goals and my dreams and what I really want. And I know that it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. I'm not going to see results within, you know, a couple of days and, you know, a week or two, like maybe, you know what I mean? But I know for a fact that it takes 30 to 60 days to see results in yourself if you are consistent. So to those men who are struggling with um, your weight, whether you're skinny, fat, you know, whatever the case may be, or somewhere in between, get up and do it, you know, just it, that one little step will go a long way. Because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And if you don't try, you never know what your full potential would be. There was one point where I was running um, around the block. Like, I, I used to live in this place where it was this really long block. Um, and I would, I could run around there probably in like, in between like 10 or 12 minutes, easy. Just, just by jogging. Um, I'm a taller gentleman, so I have longer legs, so it's easier for me to just get, get from one place to another, you know, so, and I always run a lot, I have really high stamina, so um, it was nothing for me to just so go from walking to jogging to sprinting nonstop, full speed, you know, and timing myself. I'll probably run around that block probably like four to six times, easy, within like half an hour, 40 minutes, and uh, it would end up being a couple miles. Versus, work, versus running on a treadmill. I can run on a treadmill for 30 minutes straight. Even with my asthma, I can, I can still, you know, maintain my breathing and maintain my stamina at such a good level that I just would just be so motivated and running and running and running and running. And, you know, eventually I would get tired and take a break and 
you know, call it quits, but I never stopped because I knew that the more I did it, the better I'll be at it and the more results I would get out of it. And when it comes to lifting, um, I've gotten a lot of tips from people who I know who had, um, who changed it, who changed it, who changed weights, um, who went up in size or went down in size. Now I want to go up in size, obviously. Uh, right now I currently weigh 177 pounds. Um, my goal is to get to like a solid 195 uh, to 200. Um, not because I want to be extremely buff, but I know my body type and if I were to put on a good 20, 25 pounds, maybe 30 pounds, I know that I would be more comfortable within myself and I would love myself for it in the end because I know all that hard work would pay off. And so when it comes to lifting, um, when I'm in the gym, I try to lift more than I normally could, but not like overdo it. Like, let's say like I'll do like 30 pounds. Um, this is just, this is just an example. Like, let's say I do like 30 pounds each arm, um, on a roll machine, I'll go like 40 or 45 and do like three sets of 10 or four sets of eight. You know, I'll just, I'll try to just push myself a little bit more because the heavier, because the more heavier weights uh, you lift, you know, the more your muscles will grow, but None of it will matter. You can work out every day for X amount of days and eat like shit and you're not going to get results. Like, granted, you can eat anything and still get results, but you won't get them as fast as, as eating uh, healthy. You won't get them as fast as um, um, being more consistent on your diet, having a strict diet, which I love because it teaches you how to be more, dis how to be more disciplined within yourself. And uh, once you find out what's in certain foods and once you find out the proper ways to work out, the more you learn, the better off you will be and the more results you will see. So again, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And jumping to my next topic, um, you have to have confidence in that. And confidence is something that I have learned a lot this year, whether it's being in the gym making new friends, talking to people, you know, starting up a conversation and then being in large groups and um, trying to chime in in conversations and just being a part of um, what's going on around me. I'm a very quiet person, believe it or not. I'm very quiet. I'm very personal. Um, I keep to myself a lot. Anybody who knows me personally knows that I'm not a social butterfly um, until I'm comfortable um, in my surroundings or who I'm with. Um, Confidence has been something I struggled with probably my whole life. Um, not because uh, I have low self-esteem anymore. Not because I simply just am an introvert. But um, I just never had the need to talk. I'm I'm a very um, I'm a very uh, avid thinker. I I think a lot. Um, that's pretty much. <laughs> all I do like it, it sounds stupid but those of you who know what I'm talking about like know what I mean like you're in your head 24 7 you know you think about this and this and this and this and this and your mind just goes goes and goes and part of the reason why I have insomnia and I just I think too much you know but uh I've, I've learned to gain the confidence to put myself out there more and just to push myself to be more social and I found myself a lot more happier um knowing that the things that I say to people or the conversations I have with people, 
Brighter day or a mixer day where I learn a lot of I learn a lot about myself and I learn a lot I learn a lot about other people. Um, because confidence is everything. And you have confidence in everything you do. Whether it's in the gym, at home, whatever your talents are like music or writing, um, whatever it is, you know, interviews, you know, just being out in public at stores, you know, whatever the case may be, or speaking in front of people at school, you know. No matter what the case may be, have confidence in it. Um because the more confidence you have, the better off you'll be. And I've learned that personally. I've made so many friends this year and just even at work, like um a lot of my coworkers are really are really social. And I was um a couple months ago I was bumped up to a position where I had to socialize with people. Cause usually, um, you know, being a chef I I work in the kitchen. That's all I've ever done. But um I've got promoted to expediter. Uh, slash expo, which is um, those of you who don't know who never been in a restaurant or don't know what an expo is or never been in the restaurant industry, the restaurant industry, an expediter or expo is the person that stands in front of the window where the food comes in and make sure it looks right and gets out to the correct table. Um, and when I was offered that position, at first I was really um, I was really nervous about it because um, I didn't start making friends at my job till like probably like six months in. I didn't talk to anybody, maybe like one or two people the whole time I was there. And um, when I started to become expo, um, I got it quick. I'm a quick learner. You know, if I can see it, I can do it. You know, I can mimic it, whatever the case may be. Like if you show me what to do, I'll get it right probably within like the first one, three, one to two, maybe maybe three times if it's not too complicated. Um, so like my third day, I was learning everyone's names and, um, learning, learning their skills and, you know, just getting to know them and everybody's personalities and ended up making friends and it just made me more comfortable. I stepped out of my comfort zone and became a lot more confident within myself and I loved it. And now I feel like I can literally do anything and nothing's going to stop me. Like I want to, um, pursue a career in real estate or some kind of like entrepreneurship or business. I just, I, I want to own something that I call mine and speak to people and help people learn and let them know, like, you know, there's other ways of making money and, you know, but you have to be confident enough in yourself to do it and have confidence in, in, in other people to help you get to that point to where you want to be. So, you know, like I said, confidence is everything, 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 everything. Be confident in yourself because if I can do it, I know you can do it. Uh, jumping to my next topic um, is a comp is a competition. Everything is not a competition. Everything doesn't have to be competitive. Um, I always tell people um, when they ask me, "How do I not try to be like everyone else? How do I not follow the crowd?" I've been asked that a lot this year, and I always tell people tell people I don't compete with others, I compete with myself. I'm not looking at someone else's lifestyle and be like, yeah, I want that. Or I'm not like comparing myself to others and be like, damn, like why can't I be like them? Like, I don't do that. And neither should you because you don't have one life to live and it's your life, not others. You know what I'm saying? So when I am learning new things and I'm going about my life, I'm going about my day, I, I do this thing where I, I have a self-talk and I'm like, okay, 
how can I improve today or what can I change today or how can today be different and what can I do better? Like, how can you do better than what you did yesterday? Or how can you do better than what you did last time? And where, where, where was your mistake? You know, where did you fail at or, and where did you excel at? I make a list of uh, things in my head, like mentally and sometimes physically, like, oh, if I, if I mess up one day and, um, I feel like really bad about, um, you know, like my uh, my progress or um, what I did wrong or where I just just didn't feel comfortable at uh, exceeding at. I'll ask questions. I'll ask questions and I'll um, correct myself when I'm at work and um, I have a bad day on the line. I'm like, damn, like today didn't today was shit. Like there was like recently, like there was a week, there was a day in a week where I. Um, I, I'm not going to say, like, it was my fault per se, but as a leader, like, I was still responsible for what happened. So there was a day where none of the food in the restaurant got ran, got ran out on time at all. It was a Saturday night, which was our, our busiest night, you know, at, 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 at every week. It was our busy night, and I don't think anybody expected it to be that busy because um, of the holidays. That's holiday season. But we got slammed. Honestly, we got slammed. We got slammed, and who was running to the wrong table? And uh, we had to eighty six a lot of things, and which means like we had to like um, we we couldn't put it on the menu because we didn't, we ran out. So a lot of things were eighty sixth, and um, things were just not going good. People were refusing to running food, and they came to the wrong table, and it was just a shit show. Like food wasn't being made. It was it was just it was just terrible. So when my manager came back the next day from uh, going on business, I sat down with her and kind of just like explained like what went wrong, and you know she's asking me, well, how can we fix it? And I just broke down of where I went wrong and what went wrong with the team, and you know kind of just kind of came to like a common ground of what really needs to happen next and how to avoid it next time. And otherwise, I felt better. Then the next day. I killed it. Everything was smooth. Everything was just way better. And I took it upon myself to make that change and uh, just, just to take that step forward and to just make myself a better person and not comparing myself to what others are doing and how they're doing it because I have my own way of doing things and people have their own way of doing things. So I understand that everybody, everyone's life is different. Um, and failure is not um, failure is not something you should be afraid of. Failure is growth, so don't be afraid of it. Um, which is ties into my next topic is failure. Um, the more times you fail, the more you will grow. And I didn't get to where I am by just being good at everything. I got to where I was by failing and being consistent or taking a step back and trying again and getting knocked down and getting back up it was just repetitive 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 rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and every time i would fail i would just have a lot of um self-reflection on what i'm doing wrong and i would self-reflect on the things that um i needed to improve and not focus on why I'm failing so much, I would focus on the things that um, I messed up on and how to correct them and do better next time. The amount of effort 
I put in after failing is ridiculous. When I am determined, I am determined 1000%. But when I'm lazy and procrastinating, all that, all, all of that just goes away. You know, like all, all of a sudden, every time you fail and you quit, everything you worked for is just out the window. You know, like it's like you did all that for nothing. But failure is so important. Um, culinary school, um, I, I can't I can't honestly say I failed a lot, but there were times where I did fail and it was frustrating and I would get angry and not want to do it. But I knew if I quit, everything that I did from that point on would not have mattered. You know, like take just just something as small as like taking a trip out to go to school. You know, like packing out my bags and taking that four-hour fucking Greyhound bus ride to the college campus. It was just like, I thought about that, and I thought about when I applied and when I did the interview and, you know, me telling um, the staff and the council, like, why I wanted to do this and what I was doing before. It was just like all that came to my head at once. I was like, if I stop now, I'm never going to be able to get this chance again, you know. And uh, I'm glad I didn't. Um, so I with boxing. Um I came out of, I, I did boxing for 16 years. Um, started when I was eight. Really started boxing when I was seven, but you couldn't compete um, in the U.S. until uh, you're eight years old, legally. And um, I retired for like three years. Three, yeah, like three and a half years I stopped. And then I did it again this year. And I had a fight in summertime. And um, I ran to this team that I fought before. I'm going to ask my last couple of tournaments that I did. Um, I ran to this team and they had a new a new guy on their team. He was about a couple of pounds bigger than me. Um and I was nervous. I was nervous because last time I was in the ring, um, it was judge's decision and I ended up losing. Um the guy was one more point ahead of me. And um so when I got back in the ring and I found out it was the same team that I fought last time and when I lost, I was really nervous and um I went in there with a lot of doubt and no confidence at all, and I lost my first match. Um, it wasn't bad, but I knew that I wasn't going to win the moment I stepped in that ring. But I kind of set myself up a failure because I told myself that, like, damn, like, you're not going to win or this this isn't going to be around. And, and even though I was right, like, I kind of, like, I manifested that failure. And um, it was a lesson learned because when I went when I went back to the hotel that night, I told myself, I need to stop being so negative. I need to be more confident in the ring because I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this for years, you know, over, over a decade and a half. Like, I've been doing it for so long. Like, it's something that I love. So the next couple of days, um, when I came back, I won my, ne- my next two matches. And then I felt better about myself because my, my mental state matched my matched my physical, you know. And that was my confidence, and I learned from that failure. And I wasn't competing with the other person; I was competing with myself. You see what I'm saying? See how how all that ties into one one motion. Uh, it was just good manifestation, and um, I learned from the past, and I let the past be the past. And and um, even though like the first match, I let it affect. Um, what I had going on currently, I didn't let it, I didn't let it affect my future. And I told myself from that moment, let the past be the past. And 
it was a win-win, you know. I uh, I gained more confidence, and I believed in myself more, and I had a lot of more um, respect for myself, and um, it was just a blessing in disguise. And then it was it was it was a good lesson, you know. It was just a really good lesson, um, which brings me to my next goal. My 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 next um topic is uh, manifesting your dreams, goals, wants, and needs. And that was one of those things where. Even though, like, I didn't want to pursue boxing as a full-time career, I had fun doing it. And it was one of my dreams, and I did it. And uh, my goal was to win two more fights before I ended the season. Even though I, ha- I, I, ha- I was booked for eight more fights after that, I just, my last two were, were it for me. I didn't want to continue, and um, I just knew that it was time to just hang up. You know what I mean? It was time to just just give it up, and um, my physical was more important at the time, you know. And uh, my job wasn't consistent, and I couldn't really like afford to take too much time off and be beaten up, and you know, I mean, be bruised up and recovering and trying to work at the same time. Like it, it didn't work, you know. So I knew that it was just time to just put that dream uh, to an end and have more goals at once and needs in the meantime. And uh, with that being said, like no matter what you want to do in life, no matter what your goal is, no matter what your dream is, and even some of your needs are, always make plan, always make uh, a plan and have steps to get to those dreams, wants, and goals. Because without a plan, you're not, you don't have any foundation. You know what I mean? Like you have to, you have to, you have to start somewhere. You can't just get up and do it. Like you can't just go in there head first. You can't go in there blind, not knowing what you're doing. You know, do your research, do your homework. You know. See if it's something that you really want to do or try it out and, you know, make sure you have what it takes to, to get those things done and to meet those to meet those needs and to follow those dreams and do make sure it's something that you really want to do. Because if you're not passionate about it, if, if you don't love it, it's not going to be for you. It's going to be something that you drag yourself into because you've seen somebody else do it or you maybe you thought it was something that you wanted and turned out to be not something that you actually wanted and you know you're gonna let yourself down at the end of the day um and now and there are times where you will you you will fail and that that comes with the process you have to trust the process um trust the process and be be be, be ready for that failure because there's not always going to be a time where you will see like um how do I say it's like you, you, you won't see the uh the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, per se. Like you won't see the end goal until you take those steps to reach that end goal, you know, like there are times where you you, you have to be set back or there are times you feel like you don't want to do it anymore or you feel like it's a waste of your time and it's, it's pointless and you know, you don't see the purpose in it. And that's how I felt doing this podcast um, when I wasn't getting paid for it. I felt like there wasn't um, there wasn't no point in doing it. And because I didn't get fast results, um, I gave up. And I realized everything I was saying in previous episodes about continuing and wanting to do it and being determined and trusting the process, I went back on my own words and let myself down. And that's why I'm here today trying to stand on my word because I realized how backwards I was and 
um, I had to like forgive myself. And I've been wanting to do an episode for a couple of weeks now because I've been thinking about this podcast a lot. And I just, I didn't want to let myself down more than I already did. So I'm trying to put myself back in that goal mode. And I love when I'm in this mode because this is when I feel the most um, uplifting and the most powerful and the most motivated and the most righteous. You know what I mean? So I, I feel the most um, just out there and up. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm just, I'm up. And this is part, this is all part about being a man and getting your shit done and standing on your word and standing behind your word and standing on your own two feet saying, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. This is what I need to do. I'm not going to let nobody get in my way. I'm not going to let nobody tell me otherwise. Like, this is what I see in my head. This is what I feel in my heart. This is the path that God wants for me. And I'm going to see it through, you know. All of that is going to keep you going. The moment you get up and have that empowerment and the moment you just get up and go, it's going to work out in your favor. It takes a little bit of faith. It takes a lot of consistency, determination, and just the willingness and the mindfulness just to go up and do it and be persistent and be confident in it. All of that will help you reach those goals and dreams and your wants because... You need a, every man needs a purpose in his life. You know, every man needs something to stand on. Every man, every man has a code. Every man has something that they just, they just live by. And it's just, it's in us. You know, some of my codes are, you know, family first or, you know, um, one of mine's is I'm, I'm really big on trying to keep my word, you know, um, not just with verbally but like trying to keep my work with, with with actions you know i try to just keep myself grounded and have a good foundation within myself to branch out to others and to be a light and just a healer and just a good um i don't know like a good form of just pure light and pure motivation and pure encouragement and readiness and stableness and you know all all these things just to be for me like I want those things for myself so others can see there is another way and everything doesn't have to be what this person says or your parents say or how you know, everything doesn't have to be what it seems and everything isn't what it seems. There are other ways to do certain things and there are other ways to get what you want and to get what you need. You just got to figure out the steps and take the paths to make those changes. You know, everything doesn't always have to be, you know, cut and paste and copy and paste. And, you know, there's always a way around it. You have your own path. Take that path. You have your you have your own journey. Take that journey. You know, every man has a time time in his life to where he has to say, okay, enough is enough. Get up off your ass and do something, you know. Get up and do it. It's, the, it's time to make a change. I think about it all the time. Like, I just, I think about it a lot. I, I always think, like, you know, working on 9 to 5 is not, it's not life. It's something to do in the past time. It's, it's a way to make money, but 
it's not something that we all have to do. Like, yeah, it's making you a living at the time, but is is that what you want to do for the rest of your life? Just going in that cycle? You know, there are there are other ways to learn, there are other ways to make a profit and make a living and to be happy without working your ass off and getting nowhere and just not being as um, consistent as uh, you want to be and just taking the time to grow, you know, branch out and be different and just be something that you've never been before, you know, it it takes you, you know, you come first, you, you, you have to want it, you have to want it for yourself, you have to want it for your future, or if it's not for you, do, do it for your family or somebody you love, and just, just, just do it, I'm not trying to sound like Nike or no shit like that, but you know, just, just do it, it, it starts with you, at the end of the day, it all starts with you, um, because you are the most important, you are the most valuable. At the end of the day, you are all you have. And if there's things that you want in this life, you have to get up and do it. Uh, laziness is a burden. Laziness is a problem. And it can take us down no matter how healthy you are, no matter um, no matter where you are in life, no matter you know, what your mental state is and no matter how far you've came and what you, or even what you've done in the past or even like how, um, how bad you had it, you know, when, when you, those times where, you, where you've had nothing and you feel like all hope is lost, you know, all those things can change no matter what. As long as you have that, you know, have that talk with yourself like, okay, Something has to change. This isn't right. I'm not happy. You know, dig deeper into your mind and, and deeper into your heart about what you really want to do with your life. You know, nine to five was cool, but for how long? You know, find ways to have more than one income and not relying on one income. That's what I'm doing for sure. I, <laughs> I can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's why I've done so many different things. Boxing, cooking, drawing, writing, you know, music, podcasts, like cars like I've done so many things and just trying to find um just what I want to what what I want to do and trying to find things trying to find the things that I love the most and I love all those things and I'm good at all those things and I want to continue to do the things that I want to do and love you know <sighs> so I hope this helped you out um even though this is a message for, to men, I feel like this will help a lot of women out too. Um, and as you know, um, this podcast is not um, something taken lightly. Um, a lot of people don't know, like, this is like a little side note kind of off topic, but a lot of people don't know, like, I don't have a script. I don't have things that I, um, that I just... Um, I, I don't have things that are just like scripted and written down all the time. Like I have topics that I go off of, but I don't have like bullets. I don't have key points that I just go from here to here to here. I just, I have a topic and I go off of it just off the head, like just completely just off the dome, you know, no script, nothing like that. So all of this is just things that I've been through, all of these things that 
I give to you, the knowledge, the, the knowledge and wisdom that I share to you guys, I have been doing myself. And I realize I have a lot to give to this world. And this is definitely one of my gifts is knowledge and motivation and encouragement and being a light to others and being a leader. Like, I would run out, this is one of my gifts. And um, I want to share it with the world. Because a lot of people have, a lot of people have came to me in confidence and in confidence and asked me how I do all these things and how I got to where I am. And people, you know, see my home and they see my car and, you know, they're like, well, how'd you get that? And where did you start? And what did you do? And I always tell them, you know, it's not, it's not easy. I've struggled. I've lived from home to home and had to sleep in my car a couple of times and had no money, had to ask for money, had to borrow money. And you know what I mean? Like... I've worked my way up and I've I've been down, you know, I've I've been down. I've I, I can't tell you all how how much um how many fucking just crazy nights and cold nights and lonely nights and nights where I've just I've cried the whole night. As a man I can admit that I've cried some nights where like I just wasn't happy with myself and I've Wanted to, you know, um, hurt myself, you know, and I've been there. I've been depressed. I've been in a hole. I've been in in the darkest places, and I just didn't have any motivation, and I was lazy, and I was careless, and all these negative things that I brought myself out of, it didn't happen overnight. It, It was me being consistent and me being prayerful and hopeful and manifesting, you know, a great life and a better life for myself. So, and and, and it, a lot of it was me not, not listening to people, you know, and to all like the negative things. I didn't listen to those people who were like, oh, you shouldn't do this because of this, or I don't think you should do this because of this and that, and you might, you know, you, you, you're gonna fail, and you're never gonna be this, you're not gonna be shit, you're not gonna do this in life, you know, I didn't listen to those people um, majority of the time. And when I did, I noticed that I was blocking myself from my blessings. I was blocking myself from what I really wanted to do and my dreams and my goals and what I needed. And once I learned that, you know, pe- these people were just scared of my success, I put all of that behind me and just took off. Took off full speed one, 1,000%. And uh, yeah, if I can do it, you can do it. Because I've been to hell. And, I've, I've, <laughs> and when I say I've been to hell, boy. I've been to hell, and some of y'all know what I'm talking about when I say that. Some of you don't, but you know, if you never struggled before, you know, none of this is for you. If you had things happen to you and always had, you know, a full one thousand percent support, you know, you're not gonna know what's like to struggle. But I haven't had those things, and I've learned, I've learned so much from those things, and it helps. A lot of it helps, and I've grown and. As a man who has confidence and stability and respect and just mental wealth and good physical health and good uh, mental health and I surround myself with just amazing people and positive people and helping others and just being me but like being the best version of me you know being the new me like I love the new me the old me wasn't going anywhere, so I, I've learned to love the new me. At first, I didn't want to change, but 
that small little change changed my whole life. No matter how many times I had to change myself, that one little step of just wanting to be different and wanting to just turn my life around completely just it made such a difference and I thank God for it you know what I mean and, and I thank myself for it and I thank those who helped me my family my friends my loved ones people who are not who, who are no longer with me um, in my life or on this earth have helped me get to that point I didn't do it alone you know I struggled alone yes but I didn't get out of that struggle by myself um, 100% um, a lot of things I did do myself to get my, a lot of things I did do to get myself out of those things 100%. Well, yeah, it was me, but it wasn't just me 24-7, you know. So I'm going to leave you all with this. Um, with the um, outro um, quote that uh, I have uh, I, I've had on my heart, and it's forget. Forget who hurt you yesterday. But don't forget those who love you every day. Forget the past that makes you cry and focus on the present that makes you smile. Forget the pain, but never the lessons you gained. And uh, yeah, this has been a message for men. I'm trying to end the last episode of season two. Um, this is season. This is episode four, season two, um, the remake of Message to Men. It left me feel like it was a lot better than before. Um, I apologize for those who haven't heard it, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't, in my opinion, um, it wasn't good. And like I said in the beginning, I didn't want to post it anyway. I feel like this was a lot better. I feel like this was more grounded. It was more on topic. It was a better follow-up. Um, and I'm happy. I'm happy with it. I'm satisfied. And I hope you all have gotten a lot out of it. Um, to the gentlemen out there, stay positive. Stay healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally, and spiritually. Um, be more aware of your surroundings. Stay safe out there. Be true to yourself. Stay motivated. Um, stay positive. And, um, you know, just be yourself. Uh, life is short. Life is too short. Life is a blessing. Life is fragile. Be yourself. Be the best version of you. And don't listen to those who want what you have don't listen to those who have fears just be you follow your own path anyways i hope you all have a good day good night whatever the time may be as you listen to this they go out for supporting uh they go out for tuning in and standing by me and um yeah follow me on instagram um at uh king de la rosa uh, it's K-I-N-G underscore D-E underscore L-A underscore R-O-S-A. Uh, hit me in my DMs if you have any questions or if you even want to be featured. Um, it's no cost. It's free. <laughs> you know, it's fun. I love having people on here. Um, I love creative minds. I love having people's um, thoughts and opinions on certain topics. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions or comments, uh, let me know. I, I, love, I love the feedback. Um, stay tuned till next time. Uh, we're going to end season two in the next episode, and uh, it's it's going to be good. And I still have plans to um, have the merch. I haven't forgot about it. I still want to do hoodies and, and, you know, stuff like that and just have, like, clothing and just do, like, so many certain, just so many good things for the podcast that I want you all to enjoy and show my appreciation. So until next time, this has been the Rose Gunnum Podcast. It's your boy, King, and we out.